Remember that the Lord called you in the middle of your brokenness. Remember that. He called you. He lifted you up. What you need to do now, let Him to heal you. Amen. Let Him put you back together the way He wants you to be. Quit resisting. Because it's different. It's different territory. It's different walking with the Lord. Wow, I mean, so it's really awesome. But it can be scary to let go of the things in the past because you're very familiar with them. They're not good for you, but at least you're familiar with it, right? At least you know what to expect. And when you step out in faith, be led by the Spirit of God, you don't know what to expect. Except that whatever it is, it's for your good and His glory. You know, we have to do our own is, is the Bible says for us to resist the devil. Now, I've said it before that you need to resist him like you're the third monkey on the plane getting on the ark and it's starting to rain. Ooh, fight for that. Resist the devil on that. I'm telling you what, he has, he has purposed you for this time in life right now. Just allow him to have every access of your life. You know, Psalms 107 20 said he sent his word and healed them. His word, purpose in your life, changes your life. Now, Jesus is the living word. We know he, he died on the cross for us. Uh, he loves us from our sins, heals our bodies. But the word, hearing that word and obeying that word, man, is what purposes, what shapes you into the image of what God wants. Yielding to the word of God. That's what we want to do. Amen. Amen. If you know what you're supposed to do, you know what it is, do it. Just step out in faith and do it. If what you've been trying to do isn't working, then we need to try something different. Don't be afraid to call out for help. Call out to God for help. Call out to one another for help. Uh, it can be, devil will try, try to tell you it would be too embarrassing to let them know what's going on. Devil's a liar. He is a liar. That's like going to the doctors and you don't feel good. But it's too embarrassing to tell them you got hemorrhoids. Right? Like, <laughs> but how can he fix them if you don't tell them, right? And then the relief comes. Ah! And I know it might be kind of different, but. That's what God is. We acknowledge what we need. He's okay, I want you to do this. Man, let the relief come. It's you that you need to be concerned about right now. You. Fixing your life. Strengthening your life. To be used by God for others. Amen? I can't help you, Susan. If you're in the water drowning, if I'm drowning with you, you know. I'm going to try to get out of the shore and throw you a vine or something and pull you in, you know. And you hang on to that thing. Amen. And that's what he wants to use us for today. You're not a good swimmer, I'll remember that. <laughs> I'll never go swimming with you because I'm not a very good swimmer either. <laughs> I don't want to sink with you. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. <laughs> you want to throw a rock? He says, stand on the rock, not sink with a rock, you know, Charlie. But, well, at least Charlie's reading the Bible. He's got him kind of mixed up a little bit, you know, so amen. <laughs> I want to go on board a minute, Carol, for a second, if you don't mind. 
Now, I just want to refresh your mind for last week. We're going a little different direction, but remind you what we were building things on. And it's when I was holding my wife's hand and you know, how giddy we was. We first started out. And, oh, that's nice. Oh, we love each other. Oh, but remember how easy it was? Ryan came around the corner to rob us and took my wife away from me. Oh. But then, I said, over the years, we got closer and closer. And now I embrace her like this. It's going to be impossible for you to separate me and her together right now. Ryan couldn't do it. That's what God said with us. Remember, and you're get born again. You're walking through life. And, oh, Jesus is so awesome. You're smiling and stuff, you know. But he wants us to quit holding his hands. And we got to start embracing him like this. Because this is the only way we're going to survive, embracing him like this. I mean, this is awesome to be smiling, okay. But, man, we are in a middle of a spiritual battle like we've never seen before. Okay, and and the things are saying, oh, Jesus loves you. Hey, hey, he loves you. He does, right? But I ain't no way to fight a battle, right? You know, he loves you enough. <laughs> He's gonna slap you around about his word. That's where we have to step into, not physical slapping people, but we had to embrace his word like never before. That way, we'd be strengthened. And I'm telling you, he says that my ways aren't your ways. You know, we have to come over this hump of the flesh. We have to get over the hump of doing the things our way that's so cardinal that we used to all our life. And we need to surrender. And He called you to live at this time. He purposed you to live at this time. Okay? You called out to Him at one time drowning. He said, I'll come rescue you, but I'm going to live in you and through you now. So, we have to keep up our bargain. Can I say it that way? I mean, how many people ever have a contract with somebody? Or you hire somebody to do something, and they don't do it right. How many times do you complain about them? How many times do you talk about them? Like, man, listen, we have this con right here. Black and white right there says, you love me, honor me, obey me. <laughs> no, I guess that part wasn't there. <laughs> but, but see, we'll look at our own contract when I sign it, you know. If I sold Susan a car, my old car, I say he runs perfect, I'll put in writing, there it goes, boom. And she takes down the street about two miles and the tires fall off of it, okay, and the motor stops. She came back, hey, listen, you had a contract right here. You said that it was perfect shape, perfect, that they worked. What do you think she would do? Probably get a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because read the contract. This is what we agreed to. And folks, we have to be the same way with the master. Understand. But I'm telling you what. This is the purpose he called you for. To live at this time. You cried out to him. He said, I'm going to come rescue you. But listen. I'm going to tell you up front. If you're going to follow me, and I'm going to live within you, they're going to hate you like they hated me. Why? Because you don't want to be like the world anymore. No, no you're coming out of the world uh, into the spiritual realm. Now you're going to be living the world, but you'll be told by my spirit. You'll be led by me. And they persecuted me. He says, they're going to persecute you. Oh, they're going to, oh, thank you, honey. I might pull you back up later on. But. But what they did to Jesus, they're going to do to you. But I'm telling you what, we have to get our flesh to that point that we are submitted to Him 100%. Too many old men are coming back to life, and that can be old women too, not being derogatory. But it goes back to, well, I think Penny mentioned it, some of the other ones, that Satan's always coming back. He's always coming back. He wants to claim this territory he had before you met Jesus. Because the Master says, listen, either God is your father or the devil. 
And the only way God becomes your father, you're adopted through the blood of Jesus. But He's your father then. And the devil don't like to give up territory, okay? And He'll come attack you, but I'll tell you what, quit opening the door up for Him to come in. Quit raising the windows up. Let him say, come on back in, Satan. You get to the point in your life that you allow things to come back in that God rescued you from, thinking, well, it's not that bad anymore. And we got to recognize that, guys. When we do the things that he enjoys, Satan enjoys, it's like a calling card. It'd be like, uh, let me cut it this way. Let's say we're all, for some reason, everybody in here right now is singing the auto motto for Ohio State. I'm not sure how that goes. Anybody know it? Thank you. How does that go? No, no, no. I don't want that word. Me. What do they do? They get any words or whatever? Uh, whatever it is. Okay. Anyway, I'm walking out. I love the Buckeyes, I say. I'm walking down the street, and I hear this theme song coming from uh, here from the Buckeyes. So, man, that's, that's me. So I open the door. I come in here, and they're all singing that for a little while. And I start singing it, too. And, yeah, Buckeyes. And... And they all started looking at me. What are you doing? Buckeye man, you're singing a song. Song. Hey, we're all Michigan fans in here. What are you doing? Well, you're playing my music. We're Michigan fans. Yeah. They were playing the music for the Buckeyes. For whatever reason they were doing it. Oh, they just like the cymbals. I just like the guitars. Whatever it is. It brought me in here. It brought a Buckeye into a Michigan gathering. And you don't want that if you're a Michigan fan, right? Amen. But how did I come in? Because you were playing the music of a Buckeye. It brought me in. And folks, we can do the same thing in our life. We can put, it can be music. You put music. I hear people all the time tell me, oh, I just listen to stuff anymore because I like the guitar. I like the drum solo. I like, and it's, it's devil music, okay? I mean, it's rock and roll. Most of it was brought on because of drug inducement, okay? And, and so when we listen to it, we got to understand this. They hear that music, the demonic force. Hey, let's, hey, we'll be invited over here. And next thing you know, they show up. Then you wonder why you've been tormented. Man, I'm walking with Jesus. But the, because you were getting the signs out, you're, you're saying, hey, we're welcome in this place. And that can be anything. I'm just using that because music is easy to speak about. That's how we can get ourselves back into where we came from. That's out of darkness. By entertaining and thinking the devil is welcome back into your life. And God says you gotta cut, you gotta break it. You gotta walk away from it. There's nothing that you had before you had Jesus. The devil is worth going back for. Amen. He hasn't changed any. He's still there to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants us to recognize that we need to embrace the Lord. Folks, if you like drum solos and guitars and all that kind of, there's awesome Christian music out there. And a lot of those who once walked like we did with the Satan, been delivered, and they take all them talents they was using to take people to hell with, to glorify God with. That awesome. I do believe God likes drums. I know some people say, oh, you can't have drums. Well, I think God loves drums. Boom, 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 boom. Guitars and all that stuff. I mean, anything that you have, you can use it to bring glory to the Lord. But we just got to recognize the tricks of our enemy. Sometimes I share before, we can get down and out and we go back to things that are more familiar and that's some of the music that we listen to brings on more and more depression. 
Man, some of that stuff. Uh, we used to call it beer drinking, you know. Uh, one time there were, uh, you might remember Kitty Wells, you know, we used to listen to her a lot, but, you know, it wasn't God who made honky-tonk angels, you know. And I know, I sing it. I hear an nasal sound, you know what I'm saying? Or, there's a tear in my beer, I'm crying for you, dear. I mean, all that stuff, it can take you down, it can take you down farther and farther where you want to go. Because you're used to that music, maybe, probably not that music, I listened to different genre maybe back in the day. But that stuff is, we, we fall back into it. And God doesn't want us, to, want us to recognize that and fall back into His music. Glorify Him, the Psalms, Proverbs, speak them out. Uh, sing what we sing here on Sundays, you know. Uh, you just got to recognize the, the weapons of the enemy, and that is to snag you and, and drag you down. And we have a radio station out home. Uh, we used to, they don't have it anymore. We're at 89.5, but it used to be 92.1. And it's rock and roll Christian. What it means is two different stations occupy that somewhere out in the hydrosphere or whatever you call that thing. And I can be coming home, listening to 92.1 back in the day, coming home, and I'd be singing Christian songs and stuff. But right around the sharp curve in Plainfield there, where McCune's lived at one time, I break off there and start going straight. And it slightly switches over to rock and roll. One station fades out. You know, and next thing I know, I'm oh Lord, I love you, smoking in the boys' room, smoking. <laughs> I mean, but, but 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 I'm serious. That's how he. Next thing, he's saying, what am I singing now? I'm not saying that's a devil song. I'm just saying that how easy it is to just slowly slide over, and that's what the devil do with us. So slowly, boom. We get away from the Lord and look back. How they ever do this? Well, most of the time, it wasn't boom. It was one little step, one little step away. Then what will do when you've been away for this little ways? Why can you go back in the church? They're going to say, where you been? <laughs> and you what you say? Smoking in the void. No. That's why I never say, ask anybody where you've been when they come through the door. Hey, I'm glad you're here. Welcome back. Because every one of us has been separated. We can sit here in church on a Sunday and still be separated. We're just going through the motions. You know you want to be here. You know there's something here. But you're so down and out, you just sit here. That's an awesome place to sit. I'm telling you what. Sit under the anointing. Other people are praising the Lord. That spirit that comes around you. Woo-wee. That's an awesome thing to do. But you think you got to be perfect to come back in. But you just come. If you got to crawl back through that door, you come back in. And brother and sister will lift you up. You know, understanding the things of the devil, that's why he wants us, God wants us to understand what he does. But man, you draw closer to the Lord and hear more of his word and stay in prayer and fast. Oh my lands. You're going to recognize the schemes of the devil? You're going to say, oh, no, I ain't going to have it again. No. That's awesome. You know? And that's what the Lord said today to, to the word today that our sister gave out here. You know that? Encouragement. God isn't up there to destroy you. He's there to help you. Remember, He made you for a purpose. And you're here. You walked into the doctor's office. He's here to, to, to put you back together again. Amen? But you just yield to Him. I know one, nothing against them personally, but I hate Dennis's office. That's why I got false teeth. You can tell that, you know? But man, something about a dentist's office, when you walk in there, there's an odor about it. And you hear that behind that wall. 
It makes you know. No, thank you. I hate it so bad when I was 16 years old. I had a bad toothache. I was working at Harold Jones' gas station once in a while there on Main Street, Lafayette. An old timer, here, boy, take a plug. So I started chewing tobacco. That killed the pain. That killed my teeth 35 years later, <laughs> yeah. But I didn't go to the dentist till later on. Mm. But just saying, I know that God knows that change is different and we can be scared of it. But when it's coming from the Lord, you know, trust it, yield yourself to it, and be obedient to His Word. And we'll find ourselves having a lot better peace of mind. Still have issues. But you have peace knowing that you are reconciled with God in heaven. Understand our adversary and in First uh, Peter chapter five, verse eight and nine, if you want to go there, I'm going to read it to you anyway. But that's where I'm going to talk about this for a moment today. And it could be a couple other places too. I got to turn this other light on. I got smaller print Bible today, and it's harder to see. There you go. Uh, it's chapter. Uh, First Peter chapter five, verse eight, and verse nine. In the New American Standard, it reads: "Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm." And faith. Again, understanding how our enemy goes. And that's why we need to embrace the Lord. Not just hold His hand, but embrace Him anymore. In the Passion, it reads, It says for us to be well-balanced and always alert. Always alert. I mean, we just, we can't. Man, how many times did we relax? And we got slapped. You know? We got bit. It says always be alert there, guys. Because your enemy, the devil, roams around insensibly like a roaring lion looking for his prey to devour, looking for his prey. Take a decisive stand against him and resist his every attack with strong, vigorous faith. For you know that your believing brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing the same kinds of troubles that you endure. Anybody ever watch Wild Kingdom? Mutual Omaha Wild Kingdom? Back in the day, I know back in the 60s, and they brought them back around again, but it really got a kick out of because it has a commercial, and uh, it would have like this lion destroying this lamb or whatever, or whatever eating this thing up in the air. So, mm. if you find yourself <laughs> in this predicament, you might need insurance. Will your insurance cover this? Mutual Omaha. <laughs> uh, but it would show different things. And one thing it would show was the lion going after a wilderbeast. You know, and, and if folks have ever seen it before, you know when they got a herd of wilderbeasts out there and you see them grazing and stuff. But you see one of them kind of falling back from the pack. And the next picture they show you is a lion looking around. He's like, get, get, get back up to the pack. We know what's going to happen. It's far away from the rest of them. He's isolated himself. 
They're lying. You're going to get eight. Come on, you young TV. Come on, you're going to get eight by the, the lions. Eat it. Get up here. And next thing you know, here comes the lion. This wildebeest goes running like this, you know. And the rest of them throw up ahead of him. He goes around in a circle. He dodges a couple times. He's doing his own. And all of a sudden, boom. He's devoured by the lion. Eat up. You guys ever see that before? Yeah. Did you ever cry out for me? I get moving. You didn't. You want the wildebeest to be eight? Oh my land! I tell you what. Must be a vegetarian. I don't know. Well, what he's trying to tell us right here, guys, up front, is that's the same way the devil does. He doesn't jump in the middle of the pack. He'll wait till you're isolated. He'll wait till you by yourself. In fact, here's a translation here. It says, The devil will use oppression and discouragement to devour you. Just as the lions go after the feebles, the young and the stragglers, so the enemy of our souls will also seek out those who are isolated, alone, depressed, to devour them. And so when we share with one another and say, Listen, man, don't forsake this something that's coming together. And these days that we're in, when we need to stumble more and more, we need to encourage one another. We need to be in His Word. Otherwise, what happens? If you ever get depressed, you find yourself, you don't go around people, right? And you find yourself, uh, I'll go next week. Whether it be church, whether it be Bible, so whatever it might be. Whatever you can get into. And so you're, you're away from the fellowship. You still have your Bible at home. You still got your Christian music at home. But there's something about the fellowship of seeing brothers and sisters. It's smelling my breath. Whew. It's it's seeing each other. That brings the encouragement and strength. You realize you are not by yourself. Because the devil will come to you a few weeks later and say, Man, listen, they don't know what to talk about. You don't need nobody else. Just stay right here. You just stay here. You don't need to go outside no more. You just stay right here. Keep the doors closed. It's crazy outside. You got to stay in here. Then number one is you're not in fellowship. You're going to get more and more depressed. And the second thing is we're not doing what God saved us to do. He called us to be His hands, His feet, His voice. So we need one another together. But like this morning, like we just shared here, to praise and worship the presence of our living God, I mean, just awesome. Come and dwells in the praise of His people. And for some of us who might be sitting here, maybe it took you everything it was today to get here. I don't even know where I'm going to go today. <laughs> but you come. And you sat in the presence of the Lord. You felt His presence. Maybe give you more purpose in life. You say, I can do this thing. Hearing His Word. Realize there's nothing wrong with you. You're just being attacked. The devil wants to bring you back where you come from. And man, God doesn't want to do that. He said, reach out to me. He says, just call upon me. Cry out to me, He says. And I'll rescue you. And he wants to do that. Like I shared earlier, a brother in the Lord who had fallen back in the meth, being rescued again. I mean, that's awesome. It's awesome. He's going to go to a program. Jesus is going there with him. Physically and the spiritual part of him is going to be taken care of. But I think he just... Oh, thanks, Sam. And it took a lot for him. It took a lot for him to cry out. I mean, he was sleeping in a...
in a toilet. Yeah, and sleeping on the riverbanks and stuff. And he just got the point, thank God, that he said enough is enough. And uh, so, folks, we can be walking with the Master born again and still have the enemy coming wrapping us up. Doesn't mean that we're not born again, it means we're under attack. And the Lord wants to set you free from it. No matter what it is, guys, what it is. A years ago, we was doing a message on a Friday night, and we was talking about chains and addictions and stuff. And one guy got up and walked down to the altar and handed me his his free drink chips from the Moose or Eagles, one of the two. Gambles all the time, and they give you free drinks. And they said, I'm done with it. And surrendered to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, God can set us free when we gather together uh, anywhere. You cry out to Him anywhere. But so much more powerful when we're together in the body of Christ. Otherwise, the Master never would have started the assemblies. The assemblies of one another, you know. The upper room would have been people all over the, the city. Not to gather, but He said, well, I want you to gather. Gather in the upper room, I'm going to send you the promise. So we see what the power was. And number one is, I think, if you're out there by yourself, the power fell on you, started speaking in tongues, you wouldn't have realized, like, man, that's kind of weird. Man, is that of God? But when you're around brothers and sisters that worship the Lord, and I can see the 120 up there in the upper room, and the power of the Holy Spirit dropped and started speaking in tongues, they knew what it was, you know? Amen. Amen. Encouraging one another like that. That's what He wants us to do. But it's embracing Him more and following Him. And His key word is love. You know? Love your neighbor as yourself. How many times I share last week, He commanded us to love one another. To love one another, Susan. Now, if it was going to be easy to love me, He wouldn't command you to do it. You know what I'm saying? But we are in the flesh, are we not? we got a new spirit living in an old body. It's like that spirit I said before, like that lion tamer. tamer. It's trying to tame this body down, but it raises up. And man, when you get ready to lash out or, or go against a brother or a sister, ah! That's a lion tamer. Say, wait a second. Did not the master say to love one another? What can I do to encourage my brother or my sister? But! Well, I didn't mean to scare you. I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry. I do that. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you just matured. No, I shouldn't do that. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, between her and Opal at one time, and then Danny Gross's mama, she was we, she's front row. She was always front row, facing that way. And we was doing a sermon one time about the trumpet blow. You know that you don't know when the sound is going. And or Chad was back here. I brought his trumpet that day. I'm right in front of Mrs. Mrs. Gross. And I said, then one of these days that trumpet was going to sound and Chad blew that trumpet and I hit the ground. Whoop. And she screamed, oh, I thought, man, I felt so bad. You know, I thought, I don't want to scare people like that. So, yeah. But he wants us to understand that, oh, wait, I'm going to love my brother and my sister. You know? Hey, I'm not perfect. I want to be like the master. You're not perfect. Sure, we have faults. He wants to come together, one together. You know, not stand up here and say, I'm going to tell you about Charlie. <laughs> no. Me and Charlie have an issue. Me and Charlie come together. And they tell him, you know, Charlie come to me. He wants to, and if me and Charlie can't, we just, 
I'm right. Charlie says, no, I'm right. Uh, but the Word of God, Charlie says, but the Word of God, uh, what do we do? I bring a third person. I bring a mediator. I bring one of the elders. And okay, we're going to settle this thing here. We're in, we're not going to have conflict, Charlie. Because we love Jesus. We love one another. We just we just want, we got to get through this impasse. And we do that. Amen? Because otherwise, the devil gets a stronghold. And it's, and then, you know, if we don't do that, and Charlie looks over at Josh, hey, let me tell you about the pastor. <laughs> you know, Josh, yeah, let me tell you about the pastor. And then Paul said, what did you say about the pastor? And next thing, and I'm just using me, I'm going to pick it away. And it just festers, and it grows. Yeah. That's how the devil gets a foothold in, in, in people's lives, in the churches, how they destroy them and stuff, you know. But we need to be... Uh, we need to be able to have allow people to come towards us and share with us what they might see in our life and not be offended by it. Because they might be wrong, but at least they love you enough to bring it forward and say, Listen, I'm not sure what's going on here. But you know, I saw you doing this and I just want to make sure you have an issue. Uh, and and work it out. But that's what we want to do. No di- difference that, that Brian's back over in combat again. And someone looked, and he's carrying all his stuff, and someone looked, and his pouch on the behind here that carries ammunition came open, and he don't have any, he don't have any ammunition. Would he want someone to say, hey, Ryan, I think you lost your shell somewhere, or I don't want to tell Ryan that, he might be offended. And next thing you know, he goes back here to grab some ammunition to help liberate somebody, and he don't have any. He would appreciate it. I said, hey, Ryan. Uh, I know you're in charge here, Sarge, but uh, you don't have any bullets. <laughs> Amen? And we need to be the same way. Not be so offended among ourselves. To love one another. Encourage one another. But watch out for one another. Because the devil, he'll, well, he'll use it to come after me. He won't use it to come after you. Because maybe my temptation is different than yours. Yeah. Maybe my temptation is, is pride. And maybe you're the humblest person in here, okay? But Paul even talks about that. He says, now watch that sin to beseech you. We all have one sin, but I'm reading that, that was one of our, our bickies. That one sin we lived for, that we've been delivered from. And Satan will bring that back. When you, when you think you got it conquered, man, man, he'll come out. He'll slap you with it, you know? we got to recognize that and not fall for it, you know? But folks, if you fall back into it, don't give up. Get back up. Call out to somebody. Call out to somebody who can swim. Not someone who's drowning also. Say, man, help me on this. Help me on this. And then the other scripture we had for today is in Isaiah fifty four seventeen. Isaiah tells us that no weapon that's formed against you will prosper. And every time they accuse you in judgment, you will condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication is from me, declares the Lord. So when he says no weapon that's formed against you will prosper, he tells that because greater the he that's in you than he is in the world. Okay? But our weapons are not cardinal. 
He had the Word of God, the blood of the Lamb, and the Holy Spirit. Greater than any weapon the devil would come up with. The devil is this one fallen angel. He's not a God. Never has been a God. He's not a brother of Jesus. Some, some religion teaches him and Jesus are brothers. Jesus is not Michael the Archangel. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. The risen Savior who died on the cross, rose up again, the Holy Spirit delivered Him and He lives inside of you now. What we need to do is stand on His Word, follow His Word, speak His Word, and of course, resist the devil. If we speak the Word of God, that's how our power goes out, right? So the spoken Word of God is very powerful. Amen? When we pray, we try to pray out loud, we hear ourselves, we talk to God a lot of times. Now we can talk to God in our head, we can pray in our head, but when you speak it out, man, you're reading it, you're hearing it, it's coming over your body, your body's going to respond to it. But we just remember this, and I'll close with this. The same mouth that God used for His weapon, the devil uses the same thing. I ask you today, is your mouth being used for the devil to destroy or for the Lord to build up? You have to decide that. I can't tell you. i got to watch my own mouth. Do I say things that build people up or do I say, do I lash out? Do I ever lash out, Carol? I don't want I mean, I, I do mine, but yes, I'm not perfect. Oh. It takes me about five minutes to realize she's right. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say I'm wrong. And she's right. I mean, my land sakes. Huh? That's what I'm saying. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to tell the Lord, hey, I goofed up. But we have to check ourselves and make sure that every word that we speak out of here, He wants us to speak words that's going to lift people up or help people. Your voice can be used to correct people with. That's not destroying people. But we do it one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? My missing, unless it's something terrible. If, if I quoted scripture out of context right now, and I said, you know, go to John 3.16, and it says, give all your money to the preacher, that way he can go on vacation. Carol had her right jumping, hey, wait, you got that wrong, Starkey, you got that wrong. Would I not want her to do that? But most of the times, all the time, if I do something, they say, ah, nothing contrary to the Word of God. She'll talk to me in private. I'll do the same thing to her in private. We don't air our laundry in front of everybody. I put it that way. Amen? That's what the Lord wants us to do with one another. Go to one another. Love one another. Help one another. Encourage one another. And folks, do not be ashamed what you're going through. We've all been through something. Yours is no different than mine. It might look different, but it's all the same. It's either a attack of the devil being released from, the, from Satan Draw closer to the Lord. Don't let, don't let the devil isolate you. Remember, God loves you. He picked you to live at this time. And you receive, if you're born again, you receive this calling. He'll form you exactly how He wants you if you allow the potter's hand to fix your cracks and your dents and carry you. He'll do that. And mighty are the works of the Lord. And mighty are the things that He'll do through our hands and our voices in these days. Amen. Anybody got questions today? Okay. We'll break bread in a little bit, have dinner. And uh, you got any questions, you want to talk about something, that's what fellowship is all about. It's awesome. Amen.
one thing I want to mention, I talked with Rita Visitor Friday. Her surgery took a little different turn. They put a lot more cement in her hip. So she's going to be off her leg for several weeks yet. <coughs> Still in the hospital, but they'll have a need temporarily for an electric lift chair if anybody has one uh, that's rentable or borrowable. Uh, let, let us know. Her uh, niece is trying to find one to we get someone to help pick her up for a little while. And it's just temporarily. They really don't want to purchase one. But uh, but uh, when I was up there yesterday, they were uh, just just more cement than needed. So she'll be in the hospital a few more days yet, last I heard on her. So, Amen. And I talked with Kathy Kirker this past week. She told everybody hi. She's doing good. And uh, one of these days, she's going to try to make it back into fellowship. And I said, you know, keep her in prayer, lift her up. We all go at different paces. So, Amen. Anything else you can think of? Not to, I get done right and you'll say, listen, here. no, I just didn't. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for the encouragement your word brings to us. I thank you, God, that we read your word as like a mirror. And we reflect ourselves through that. And Lord, through the word, we can see how awesome you have been and you are. How you have changed our life. How we're not back where we used to be. Lord, it's Sunday and we're here in church. Man, we're not at home. We have the ability, the strength to make it in today, God. Thank you for the work you've done in our lives. Thank you for using us as we allow you to help other people. May the week coming forth, God, may we be more and more of an attitude to be a servant to you, to share your love, to open our hearts to those who are unlovable, as some people would say. But God, everyone needs love. And Father, this coming weeks, the next week coming up of the election, God, we just seek your wisdom and guidance to put those in power that will honor you and honor our nation. That we can bring it back to where children are honored and marriage is honored. But above all, God, that you are honored in all that we do. We sang earlier, in my house, in my house, well, we are your temple. And we choose in our house, in your temple that you live in within us, to honor you. Help us clean house this week, God. The things that might be in our lives that, man, is really detrimental to us, but it's really is ugliness to you. We call upon you, Lord, to help us remove it. To cleanse our temple, to be more like you, Lord. We continue to speak healing, Father God, over those who are afflicted, Father. We place the blood of Christ over our children, our children's children, over our schools. We pray for our first responders, God, for safety. And we thank you, God, for the hearts they have to serve us. May we not forget their families when they're out serving, that they may also need, that we may meet their needs, Lord. We pray for all those in authority. We pray for Mr. Biden and Mr. Pelosi, Mrs. Pelosi. <coughs> we pray for their health. We pray for their eyes be open. To see the glory of God. We pray they'll come to repentance, Father, to know you as Savior and Lord. But Lord, we ask that those who are doing evil against this nation, those who are coming against you, God, they may be removed from power, that judgment will be served. But through all that, God, 
May they find you. For all the candidates who are running, Father God, on your platform, we speak a hedge of protection around them today, God. And we declare your word back that no weapons being formed against them will prosper, that the truth shall continue to be prevailed, the eyes and ears of this nation be open, God. And we turn back to you, Lord. Turn back to you be that great light again for other nations as you're prepared to send your Son. We want to bring you glory and praise. <coughs> In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.